Here we are. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris, and today on Rock Metal Podcast, we have Per Weibrick, who's got a new EP called All Is Well in the Land of the Living, but for the rest of us, dot, 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 lights out, uh, which is released on May 14th via Despots Records. Right now, I'm being joined by Per himself to share some more information about this spectacular release. I was actually just listening to it. Very cool stuff. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah. Pear, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Now, I guess my first question is, second release, solo release, what were you looking to do on this release? Uh, it came out a little bit different than the uh, uh, original intention. Um, when, I, when I did the first album, I, I wasn't dead set on if I wanted to play live. I wanted to play a couple of shows, you know, like at home here in Sweden or maybe the odd festival or whatever, but I didn't think so much about it um, before I released that first album. But after it was done, I felt like, no, I should try to get more gigs together and 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 do it, you know, live. And uh, so then I suggested to the label that uh, I can do an EP and uh, before the next full length, so to speak, in in order to, and and I wanted to do it with may, maybe in a more acoustic setting, like a little bit more laid back, because I figured it would be it would be cool to maybe start off in in you know you you can do such a thing in a small small room in a small setting and make it work. But then after a while, when I was uh, recording it, it was like, nah, (laughs) let's, let's do it. Like, um, you know, like a, like a normal album would have been, uh, with, with drums and, and, you know, like a traditional rock, rock band, um, instrumentation. So, um, so, but the intention of getting some gigs together for it was still there, and but then, of course, uh, the world stopped. So I didn't have to think so much about uh, gigs and touring and whatnot. But I'm super happy that it's being released. So mm-hmm. you'll still have more material to then play live at some point. <laughs> yes, uh, very true. <laughs> and there's more in the works. So there's there's no shortage of uh, material, really. So, mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. So I'm kind of envisioning, uh, not necessarily like a coffee shop kind of gig, but basically just a small little intimate acoustic set. Is that something that you do, I don't know, just in your free time? Kind of like a, here in North America, just be like going to a coffee shop with a guitar and playing for a bit. I don't have. I don't think I have the guts to do it. But the uh, when 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 I thought about this EP, like originally, and and thinking about that uh, acoustic setting a little bit more, that was one of the things, you know. <clears throat> but I wouldn't do it on my own. I would have some because I need people to play more instruments uh, to make it work. But yeah. but. You know, if you could do something on, you know, like a three-piece or whatever, that would be cool. And uh, but 
So, so maybe that would be. I have done gigs on my own with just an acoustic guitar in the past. That was, <clears throat> that was the worst. <laughs> uh, it's it's uh, one hell of a challenge. I, I really admire people that do that every night. Uh, I think it's uh, it's really it's quite the challenge mm-hmm. uh, if you do your own original material. I think. Okay, uh, so if you were. It, if you were doing some popular Swedish covers or something, it wouldn't be so bad. Not, <laughs> not as bad because then you can sort of rely on the song. It would do the work for you in a okay. sense. Okay. Yeah, I was going to yeah. ask, what's, what is the challenge to that? Because obviously some people can do it, but yeah. what is the challenge? Is it just because you're by yourself? Uh, a little bit. I mean, I come from a background... I mean, I played all kinds of genres within metal rock and uh, progressive rock and punk and and stuff. But it's always been always been in a band and together with other people. And <clears throat> it's it's quite a difference to to be on your own. I think uh, on stage, it was different for me to record these the first album and the EP on my own as well because. Um, I'm, I always wanted music to be a dialogue. It gets pretty boring when it's a monologue, you know. And yeah. and um, and that, it's not, you know, that I'm afraid of making decisions. It's not that. It's just that it gets a little bit boring <laughs> when when the only person you have to, you know, sort of uh, bounce ideas of is yourself. <laughs> it, yeah. It, um, so. Is it but, is it a bit? I don't know. If, is schizophrenic the right word I want to use? You're you're talking to yourself out loud as though a real conversation is taking place. Although, I guess in that particular case, you'd be envisioning somebody else. I guess, yeah. Do you have to envision somebody else? No, not really. I mean, it's fun. It, it's super fun to be to do this. I mean, it's an ego trip. You know, no one is going to say anything against against you 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 can sort of uh, <clears throat> try any idea without anyone having anything to say about it which is cool of course but it's it's also fun to be in in a group of people and making things work you know together with people that come from maybe different musical backgrounds or whatever that's super cool as well mm-hmm. so so, but yeah, I, I've actually come to like this a little bit more than I thought I would when, when I started doing, you know, the solo album. So okay. okay, maybe going back a little bit, what inspired you then to take on some solo work? Um, it was. I'm not one of the people that or persons that have dreamt about doing a solo album for you know 30 years or or 30 years or something it's not like that it was just i had i had some spare time uh, a few years back and started to write music i always write music and and um and what i wrote i just felt like it was like three songs basically and and they felt like they had a connection this would work for something but it, it's not going to work for anything that i'm part of at the moment mm-hmm. 
So then I started thinking about it. Maybe I should do, you know, something on my own and then you start to think about what what band name is this going to be, you know, under and yeah. <laughs> and stuff. And then, okay, maybe I'm, I'm fairly... I'm like a grown-up almost these days. So maybe I could try and do something on my own, under my own name. Uh, right. So, and and then I decided right away that it's going to be, I'm going to use influences and, and music, stuff that I've been listening to my whole life, but maybe haven't had the opportunity to explore with bands that I've been part of, you know. So just do other stuff because it would be, boring and uh, stupid to do exactly the same genre or whatever sounds that I've been doing on the bands for years. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that would be particularly interesting, not for me and not for the listener, I think. Yeah. Well, because like you mentioned, what I'm writing doesn't sound like it would fit there. So why create extra material that you could have just used with the other outfits no but it, it was it, i just felt like this i'm onto something here but i didn't really know what it was and it was definitely when i when uh, like i play i play in different bands and and the stuff that i came up with would certainly not fit within those i think yeah yeah so. now um you kind of mentioned at one point like a three piece or whatever. If this EP were a physical band, yeah, a silly question or two is: is it is it guitar music? Like, are you writing this stuff on guitar and bringing in a couple other instruments? And what are those instruments? Or how do you go about writing this stuff? I most of the music uh, I come up with and and write uh, I write on guitar because uh, it's it's handy uh, when you sit on the couch and it's easy and you just, I just, you know, fool around with the guitar and sometimes you come up with stuff, a riff or a melody or whatever. And then I record it on my phone and it stays there for a while until I go to the rehearsal room and, and, you know, listen to it and see if, you know, if you get inspired to continue working on it or something, but all, I would say 90, 95% of all the initial ideas I come up with is with a guitar on the couch. Mm-hmm. So, um, but so even, even though some uh, stuff on this EP or, or on the first album might not sound like, you know, traditional guitar rock or whatever, it's, that is the, first thing I write and then when you start to record you might record the the guitar part that you come up with but then add stuff you know you layer stuff on top of that and then you realize that everything sounds good except for the guitar and then you press delete (laughs) (laughs) yeah so Very cool. So did you have a vision in mind at some point for if this were to play live, you obviously would need a certain number of pieces to the band. So in this particular EP, is this a three piece or? 
I've started rehearsing with uh, with some friends here in Stockholm, and uh, it would be really cool if it was possible to do it as a three piece. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I would like to stay away from using tracks, so uh, maybe rearrange, rearrange some stuff to make it work live. So I, I want it to be. I want all the parts to be played and I don't want to see any computers on stage. So, so it's a tall order pair. (laughs) (laughs) I'm old, you see. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, no backing tracks in probably 2022. No, I'm going to work hard to, to make it sound very sucky. Like, there we go. Good. (laughs) Excellent. Now, the way this is titled certainly uh, gives me the idea that this is pandemic-related. Is that a coincidence, or is that sort of how the EP started to take a turn? It's actually not pandemic-related, because it was, it was written before, um, or, or it, I started writing it before. All the lyrics are based on, uh, on a track from, from the first album. There's a song there called Anywhere the Blood Flows. And um, I just like that lyric, the little story, loose story or whatever you would call it. And uh, so I decided to continue on that theme. So And the first lines I came up with when I started writing lyrics were the title. That was the title for the EP. And then... The ambition was also that it was supposed to be one long song, but I divided it into four sections, so and and each section got a part of the title mm-hmm. to be witty. <laughs> I, I saw it was very witty, Bear. I saw that, and uh, I thought to myself because I'm looking at what was sent to me right now on the back end, and uh, I thought to myself, wait a minute. That really long title looks familiar. It looks like yeah. all the tracks that are on there. I see what's yeah. going on here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was listening to it, and, you know, it works together as a continuous body of work. And, yeah, very cool stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with it. It's, it's been finished for, for quite a while now, so it's really cool that it's finally getting released and... It's good to get it out of your system, so to speak. You know, when when it's being released, you it, it feels like you're 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 done with this this EP. You know, then it can live its own life, so to speak. Because mm-hmm. even if it's been recorded and mixed since more or less September last year, it the only one that has listened to it is me. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 now it feels like. It's out there. It's uh, it's fine, and I can continue with uh, new stuff. Yeah, you, you can move on with your life now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The lights were out. You can go turn them back on. It's okay. Yeah. Band freaking taxi. You mentioned it was pretty much done in September of last year. Um, mm-hmm. Is it just holding on to hope that maybe some shows would be viable, or? I- I don't know. I don't. 
it is what it is kind of you just do stuff and what happens is going to happen mm-hmm. i don't think there's going to be any i don't think there's going to be any proper touring not on this side of the water at least in until next year yeah i mean yeah. i think it's going to be or at least i hope it's going to be possible to play some some small shows here in in Sweden, for example, where you don't have to, as long as you don't have to cross the border, I think it might be possible to do some, play some gigs this fall, hopefully, or maybe even in the summer if it's an outdoor thing. Yeah. Uh, I guess it depends on how many people are allowed Yeah, at, at the same place, in, in the same at one time, so we'll see about that. I mean, I'm I'm positive and optimistic. I think we're gonna <clears throat> there's gonna be it's gonna be possible to to play and and tour in the future as well. But it'll take a while, and maybe it's gonna be uh, an awful lot of paperwork to make it happen as well. <laughs> and uh, it's as long to, as it's not on a computer, because we're old and we don't like computers, so. <laughs> I like computers for for certain things. I do like, but I I don't like them on stage. (laughs) (laughs) Now you mentioned working on some new stuff. Is there anything that you can chat about that at this particular time, or is it still too new, too fresh? I recorded the basic tracks in uh, November for, for uh, the next full length. And, uh, it's different because it's uh, recorded live in the studio with two friends of mine, mm-hmm. and uh, um, uh, the setup was a bit different. Different. It's uh, me and another guy uh, playing bass, both two basses and drums. Okay. So, so we recorded um, uh, f- uh, five five tracks live and that's pretty much the the basic stuff for the next full length mm-hmm. um and then i'll add vocals and keys and some guitars on top of that mm-hmm. so i hope it i hope it's going to be well it's definitely going to be recorded and and maybe even mixed before the summer's over so two bases tell me about that i just am immediately going to uh trying to remember the name of the show from the 80s where they had, you know, the whole band was playing, playing bass guitar and they had lead bass and rhythm bass and just going to that in my mind. Um, but how do you structure two basses in a track? It was, it was pretty easy. It's not... I mean, the, the two guys that helped me and recorded, they're really... Well, they're friendly people and very good musicians. So I wanted to be very loose and to have a little bit of an improv feel. And I just said, I'm going to play this and, you know, follow or do whatever you like and take it from there. So okay. it, it wasn't it wasn't that thought out i mean i had the basic what would you call it like the skeleton skeletons of the songs like a structure a song structure that we we could uh, listen to and and discuss a little bit but then 
there's like three parts as well. But so where everything is allowed. So, <laughs> but it's, it, it's cool. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be heavier, um, maybe in a heavier in a little bit more traditional way than the EP and the first album in mm-hmm. or so, and a little bit more noisy, but that's usually what happens when you, when you record stuff live. So, yeah, a little bit, a little yeah. bit of ground noise in there. Yeah, exactly. So. I looked it up. Spinal tap. That's what I was thinking in my head was spinal tap. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I mean, uh, the EP I got a, and I hope you take it as a compliment. Hopefully I was listening to the right EP. Um, like a modern Pink Floyd is kind of what I got. Okay. That's cool. Uh, I like Pink Floyd. So that's, that's cool with me. Yeah. It was, it was, uh, spacey, but not, uh, what am I, what am I looking to say? It was like a modern Pink Floyd. It had, it was spacey, but it had edge to it. Um, it felt like I was going on a journey from beginning to end. So I don't know if you intended all that, but. Well, that's, that's the, a really nice compliment. I would say that was, is what I hope for that. It's supposed to be a, a little journey, mm-hmm. uh, especially since I set out to, to write one long piece, so to speak. Okay. So, yeah. Groovy. Okay. So we chatted about acoustic sets because in the beginning, originally you were thinking of just doing an acoustic thing. Yeah. Which I'm now still waiting for. Cause I think that would be cool. Uh, music being a dialogue and how tricky it is when you're just by yourself that basically you're having a monologue on different instruments. So how do you, how do you do that? Um, chatting about the EP, new EP as a whole, where the direction was from the full length. We chatted a little bit about kind of playing shows to a degree or what would happen, could happen sort of thing. And then just at the end here, we're chatting about your new stuff where you're doing some uh, live tracking off of the floor. So, very cool. That concludes all of my questions. Is there anything that we needed to chat about or we're supposed to chat about? Management says you got to hit these things, Pear. No. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> I do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did we, do, did we do what you wanted today? I think so. I, I think it was a nice chat. Very cool. And, uh, Very cool. Where are you based? I am in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Cool. Yes. Yeah. I've been there quite a few times. Yeah. I would imagine that uh, maybe not every tour, but there's probably quite a few tours that you may have come through. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, could the... I'm sure it has changed its name or something. Was it called Red Room or something like that? Mm-hmm. The uh, old venue? Yep. yep. Basically in a mall type of... Was it that one? Yes. I'm trying to think if it's, a, if it's a mall. There's the Starlight Room, and then the Starlight Room has a venue inside of it that I believe is called the Red Room. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you guys probably would have played either there... Or Union Hall, by chance. Uh, Yeah, or the Convention Center. 
last hmm. last tour from Sweden that came through was September of 2019, and it was like a Monomarth Arch Enemy in Flames, and that happened at the convention center, and in Flames came through Union Hall, and I think Soil Work came through. Uh, Starlight Room. So those are typically going to be like the three places I think you guys probably would have played. Yeah. So but it's quite quite a few years since I've been to Edmonton now. Uh, I think it's uh, basically ten years. So wow. Yeah, uh, that's a long time ago. Ten years too long. But thanks for thinking of us and remembering. <laughs> yeah, I I got a pretty good memory when it comes to venues and and gigs and stuff. So. And because I enjoy playing gigs and touring, so yeah. It's, uh, yeah. What is it that you miss most about touring? The actual shows, you know that moment when, when uh, <clears throat> I guess what every musician or performer chases, like that moment when you when you kind of feel like one with the audience and the room and everything. It doesn't happen every day, but I guess it's it's a cool thing to to try and make happen every night. Mm-hmm. So, um, um, yeah, I, I, I really like that. Uh, like the the actual uh, show. Uh, so it's not so it's not only to get away from home. <laughs> 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 Sorry, dear. I got to do it. I just I got I got to leave, dear. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, but I do like traveling as well. I don't I don't mind it. You know, it's it's not that I hate everything else except for the show. But I think the show is is it's like the most important part of the day and and the very reason why you're there in in a foreign city or foreign country. So it's it's always fun to. Nice to to try and make a, a good thing out of it. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Well, Perry, thank you so much for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast today. Well, thank you for having me.